Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 5 of Big Deck Energy. This week we're going to be going over U.S. Nationals, uh, as well as International Nationals. Uh, and then, <laughs> I, I don't know how else to put that. Uh, that's a good way to put it, I think. <laughs> um, and then we'll be talking about a uh, new product coming out as well, Around the Table, a collaboration with Talarian Community College and LSS. And that just um, dropped like an uh, hour yeah, before like, we started recording, so we got kind of lucky there. Yes, we yeah. did. Um, got some good news to it. talk about. Let's talk about nationals. I think we have some very different experiences about it this year. Yeah, yeah, I was really sad you guys uh couldn't share that experience with me. Um, I was lucky enough to go there uh, with my beautiful wife. Um, there you go. That was awesome. It was cool for her to see me in that element, honestly. Um, she's never really kind of experienced that side of you know my life, really. And uh, yeah, she's like walked into the room, and there's like the 500 some people there. She just was blown away, really. Um, yeah, it was a it was a big one. Yeah, yeah, a lot of yeah, there's a, lot a of players there, man. A lot of side events too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's a lot of um stuff i want to talk about with the side events actually but i'll bring that stuff up later um yeah so what did you res- you did yeah. you play in nationals or were you were you there for the side events i was there yeah so i was there on the weekend i played in all sorts of different things um so i went 16 5 and 1 um throughout the blitz portion the calling and the pti Best I could muster was 31st in the PTI, which, I mean, I'm not definitely not mad about at all. That was, like, more than I could have ever expected, really. I played really well. I misplayed a few times in that uh, day one. Uh, one. One interaction <laughs> cost me probably the top eight there. Uh, day two, uh, started the day off with a loss, so I kind of was, like, bummed out there in the calling, and then... Uh, rallied two wins. I think I, I took a picture of my second round opponent. And there was he just didn't show up. Um, <laughs> I think I showed you guys that one. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, got a free win there. Um, and then ended up losing to the guy I lost to day one. Um, the dash player again. I'll get into that later. You guys heard all about that with my secret tech that I <laughs> didn't tech in. Um, yep. But yeah. So then after that, I. Basically went like nine and one um, in in the blitz stuff, but like kind of caught on fire after that. Um, oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Um, which was which was nice. Shyana was humming. I ended up playing Lexi. Um, Were you playing Shyana in the blitz event? Yes, yeah, yeah. Four one with yeah, her. No. Hold on. Oh yeah, Damn. you guys. I thought I I thought I had mentioned it. Honestly, it was so busy that like no. I wished I could I wished I could have like shared more and talked to you guys more about everything. Like no, I didn't know you just, were. On well, you're Russian. Place. You're Russian from side event from a, oh, to the next dude, side event. Okay. So it's like brings me into, you got no time. Into, yeah, yeah. Brings me into something I wanted to say that I'm glad you brought up. Um, I'm gonna be ranting here a little bit, you guys. <laughs> no, no, share with us. The side of the the way all the events were set up, where like you you had to like really get from one to the other, and if you uh, if you were like doing well, you couldn't really like drop and play the side events. Like they had it set up each day where like 
you had to be kind of lucky to end the day well and then like have time for side events or you just like drop which i like i don't know it felt like i never had time i was just racing around the entire convention center you know mm -hmm. um but yeah, the, for, when, when I did have time to play the side events, they were awesome. Um, they were definitely sharky. There was a lot of good players in the side events just destroying the casuals. I'll say that. Um, which kind of caught me off guard a little bit. Um, but I played, oh yeah, I played uh, I played Lexi though, like I was saying. And um, she gets bullseye bracers and blitz. So she's just like... As she should. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just like better Lexi. Or the Lexi we're used to. And she... She was killing it um, in Blitz for me. And then um, day three, again, I started with a loss in the Battle Harden, and basically that was just it for top eighting uh, that day. So I just was like, you know what? I'm going to relax, spend the rest of the day with my wife. And I had placed you know, high enough <clears throat> that weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, and had won a ton of tickets, and like I walked out, I think, up like a 1000 bucks. I mean, <laughs> you calculate the gambling and the <laughs> the cost of everything I mean, else. It's, it's Vegas. It's hard to walk out of Vegas with <laughs> cash in your pocket. Um, but yeah, true. dude, it was, long story short, I mean, it was incredible. Like, I couldn't even really describe to you guys. I, I really want you guys to come next year with me. Um, kind of already, yeah, in the plan. on it. Yeah, we should just uh, we should yeah. all plan on it and fucking <laughs> bet on it now and the captain plan I'm, it. I'm this year it just aligned it. Coming with us. Yeah, no, the this year the, this year it just lined it rough for me. Yeah, yeah, no. What no. cliff? Was kind of like Spring West oh, with us. Oh, I, I've got him wrapped up. <laughs> Good. He's coming. Uh, get more players into the game. Yeah, we'll go. Uh, but no, it was just tough that, for me this year. Yeah, it, it did, and it. Honestly, it was tough for me too. It, I wouldn't have been able to do it without without my wife coming with. Really, a lot of life um, stuff. Yeah, well, you just yeah. had a baby, man. You're part of the yeah. Fab Dads now. Hashtag Fab yeah. Dad. Fab oh, yeah. Dad in a Fab Van. <laughs> oh yeah. Hashtag <laughs> Fab Dads, baby. Let's go. But no, it was just tough this year lining it up because she was just born. So yeah. Next year, hopefully, it'll line up better and hopefully be in a. As good of a place as Las Vegas. I don't know if you could get much better. That's a that's a great venue. How I was gonna ask, how was the venue out there? Was it good? Did it, yeah, did it, it have good. a lot of space? Yeah. Um. I guess historically they played a lot of Magic there, a lot of different Magic Grand Prix and stuff. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess. Um. I was talking to a guy there that had played there over the years and stuff in the old Magic events. Um, it's also located, um, in a pretty good area. I know, like, you get into certain parts of the strip, dude, and just start smelling like sewage, and the homeless people, you know, are just everywhere, and it's, you know, most of the players didn't leave the hotel. I, I, uh, went out the one night with my wife, which was nice, but it's located in a pretty sweet spot, and you honestly, you didn't even have to leave the hotel if you didn't want to. Um, it had, it had everything there for you, so... Well, that makes it so much easier. Yeah. It also helps with just, like, going to bed on time, you know, getting ready for the next day, <laughs> to an extent. <laughs> no, that's a, that's, a, that's a big part of it, too, is making, like, I'm sure the mental fatigue is real at those events where you're playing just game after game after game for hours. Oh, it was unreal. Um, Day three, um, knowing I was, like, 
playing for stakes again, you know, um, in the battle hard. And I was just like, and then losing, losing that first game day three, mm-hmm. it was just like, like, <laughs> it was just so checked out. And I had like missed my tunic turn zero. Um, ended up costing me later in the game where like I had the three of a kind with the perfect blocks off the one counter or the one tunic counter. You play the three of a kind with the rain, whatever it was against an Icelander opponent. And those turns are super fucking, um, super important. And he had like nothing going for him that turn two. It was like one frostbite, easy, easy to mm-hmm. get through. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, so just like punted just from mental fatigue for sure. And Tanner and I stayed up and we gambled a little bit the night before. Uh, little did little do I know, I wake up the next morning and he's just wired and jazzed up and ready to go. And I'm like, I look at him, I'm like, did you go to sleep last night? And uh, he just looks at me, he shakes his head, no, <laughs> with a big old Tanner smile. <laughs> oh my god! I yeah, so he, he didn't even go to sleep that night. I can't yeah. imagine trying to play I, something after just oh, it was staying wild. awake all well, night. Oh my god. If you're gambling in Vegas, the drinks are free. That's <laughs> um, uh, yeah. That's true. So you know, him and I were having a merry old time. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I went to bed. I, dude, I went to bed at like two or three. Woke up at like five thirty. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> and wow. it was yeah. So definitely the wrong city for a car a card tournament like that. I'll say. Um, <laughs> Wow! Come on, you know you just you just gotta make smarter smarter decisions next time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, you're right. I was I was gonna say if you're if you're taking it a little more serious, you know. Yeah. I, I was going I was going into it with a level head, pretty casual with everything, you know. Yeah. Um, also, uh, my that, wife keep there. that cool. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Who uh, who but are you I, on for uh, the events? Uh, mostly yeah Le- yeah Lexi and then the Shyana for the one. Uh, I rounder. Mm-hmm. I, it yep. was funny because I would play Lexi and Blitz, and a lot of players would like kind of scoff or laugh, almost like, "Oh, I thought I'd get rid of, or I, I thought I thought I could stay away from Lexi playing Blitz." It's like, well, she's actually still really strong in Blitz, and it's essentially the same deck. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I was like turn two, turn three, killing you know people with that deck because you still get the double load, and it's you can start the game off super strong. Uh, yeah, I um, mean. It's just, it's even stronger in Blitz in a way. It just with how I mean you're starting at like half the life. Yeah. Well, but and you can pump most up of your cards damage. are the same. Yeah. Yeah. You run basically the same uh, deck. I was searching for some perch grapplers that I had forgotten because I don't run those in the main board in CC or in the main deck. Um, but Benji, Benji is like was everywhere. I swear, a lot of people like Benji and. That extra block on those boots are nice for Benji. Yeah. Um, luckily, I didn't play a Benji, but um, yeah, I'm trying to like go through my notes here, and it's they're so scribbled and they're so crazy that like <laughs> I was definitely wanted to talk about the Dash game. Um, episode four, I brought up the little sneaky tech against Dash, where you just bring a null, no gloves for the zero block on their T bones. For whatever reason, big brain fart. I don't know what happened. I halfway through the game he starts t-boning me definitely boning me hard too here and <laughs> i look down and i don't have my nulls and my snaps i burnt those early so that was like also a mistake and he proceeded to blow up my new horizon Ooh. played the same guy the next day brought in the spicy tech 
And then T-Bone was just irrelevant the rest of the game. So, That's just one of those ones. Tough. Yeah, it was funny. He's like, he was really good about it. All my, all the my opponents were real chill and real nice guys. Um, yep. But he's like, he's like, oh, so you brought the you brought the spicy tech in this time? I was like, yes, I did. I'm not gonna <laughs> make that mistake again. It always it only takes one time, you know. And then was he just not on? Um... Not on the T-Bones there, or they just weren't hitting? No, it, they just didn't line up. You know, it happened where he, like, double T-boned me, and it was it was actually kind of brutal because, um, I like I said, I had burnt my snaps pretty early on, like, a 20-plus damage turn. I probably could have saved them. It got me out of a sticky situation, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had, like, a Heat Seeker hit, and it, like, loaded an arrow, and then I pondered into another red arrow, and those, that always kind of sucks, but there were two good red arrows, and if you, like, get lucky and draw a pump the next turn, you can kind of make snaps worth a lot. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I burnt snaps, and then he double T-boned me, took my tunic and my hornet sting, and um, then it was just one T-bone after that. Um, but the, But the second game, it just never lined up for him. And I also had the tech, so there were a few times where I wore, I, you know, I was blocking with the with the null. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it just wasn't relevant. And the dash matchup is like weirdly close. It's just because they, they can definitely race and keep up with with your damage. They actually can block better than you too. So all it takes is a little stumble, and dash can kind of have its way with you. I'm gonna say yeah. it. I'm gonna say it. I love uh, Lexi in the dash matchups, unless they throw in a bunch of ice stuff to constantly do the resource. Mm-hmm. But you have to devote a lot of the build into keeping that consistent to actually stonewall dash. Yeah. Or, like at the RTNs, you just have to roll into the red Arctic incarceration for four turns in a row. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Arctic Car- that, that, incarceration. That was brutal. <laughs> yeah. Arctic incarceration was a really strong card for me over the weekend. Um, I had two in the list. Um, I actually don't run that against Dash. I probably could. Um, I just feel like you run into the wrong Dash, they have enough blues to just not care about that card. Yeah. Wow, without without hypothermia, that matchup is... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. That Yeah, Lexi does get to use that card, too. Yeah. When hypothermia was legal, I was just a big Icelander player, so I kind of never really... Oh, same it. here. Lexi, yeah. I think I think yeah. we've had very similar Icelander and Lexi journeys. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I lost the two mechs. Um, it's kind of scary with the new mech set coming out. I mean, there was actually a lot of dash players I I saw that that weekend. Yeah, that's um, the mech players are a very devout a devout group of people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it. I'm, I'm not. Say? I'm not saying it's like a cult, but Oi, I don't know. Careful. <laughs> well, speaking of Max Cliff, did you see uh, who won the cosplay event? The dad at all? Is that the one you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. Yeah. I've got one. I've I've got one thing to say. Wood. <laughs> to wood. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, going off of uh, last oh, episode, like yeah. your dreams have come true. Dude. That costume was so incredible in person. Did you? Yeah, so you got to see it in person. 
Yeah, dude, I sat there and kind of watched the cosplay event in between the rounds. Um, I see yeah. the Marvel Taylor that he got from winning that. It was oh, like a full it... Marvel cold no, foil. I think the they Taylor are. Card. I think they're all Marvel. Yep. Yeah, they're all Marvel. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah I thought they were just cold like foil. That. The first one that was ever given out. I didn't know they made Marvel then. Yeah, no, it's... Wow, but dark. no, it was really cool and interesting. I mean, I couldn't imagine seeing the cosplay, because I bet you see a bunch of different people, like, dressed up as different cards, like the Exude Confidence person, and, like, the Dash Mechanoid won the last one. Cosplay's uh, yeah, one a huge, the... huge thing in this game. Yeah, it was. One of the best ones, honestly, I don't know... You guys know the... I think it's a new card in this last set called Numskull, where the Brute is getting shot in the eye. The arrow and he's getting shot like in the body oh, with the arrows. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So there was there was a guy with like yep. an arrow, like the suction cup arrows taped to his body everywhere, and then he had one taped to his eyeball, <laughs> just like the card <laughs> that he was numbskull. <laughs> and he like did the pose, like the art. It was. It was oh, great. that's awesome. I, I thought he was gonna win it awesome. until I saw the dad at all, and after I saw dad at all, I kind of knew she was gonna win. It. I was like, there. How do you? How did you not give it to her? That's I'm yeah, looking that's at the, so amazing. I'm looking at the numskull card right now. And uh they they named her up the brute in the picture. So who knows? Maybe we'll be getting Bam Bam the Brute in uh in an upcoming set. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Bam Bam. Interesting one. Yeah. I love it. Maybe in like uh Welcome that's to definitely Race a brute 2 name Electric there. Boogaloo. Bam Bam the Brute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be interesting? We had Welcome to Wraith and then Return to Wraith. As a LSS, movie. you guys know how to reach out to me for uh, the, uh, the rights to that idea. <laughs> well, why don't we get into some of the national champs that uh, ended up over the weekend and who took the winnings on that. Uh, starting with the U.S., we had Briar. Taking the lead. Did you guys, what do you guys expect a Briar to win? In a very no, unconventional way, too. It it isn't a bad idea, to be honest. Like you think about it, the all you have to do is hit an attack each turn. You're just blocking out with two cards while getting an embodiment otherwise while just blocking out defensively. Mm -hmm. It's one of the greatest things ever. And Charles Dunn is definitely a guy that knows how to play that he's played fatigue before with old him yeah well the whole the whole deck list is very reminiscent of like the the old him game plan um <laughs> yeah. where instead of hammer you got the uh what was he on reaping blade so it's reaping not blade. not quite hitting that break point but it's still i mean i mean especially once you get down there it's still demanding a card from hand every turn yeah, minimum. I actually so I didn't play against a single Briar, but I know it was basically the talk of the tournament. The defensive Briar, um, it was kind of it took everyone by surprise. Well, all the players who aren't a part of those big teams by surprise, just, mm -hmm. I, I should say, they all kind of knew that deck was was there um, and formidable. Um, I think from what I heard, if you can leverage the embodiments in the Lexi matchup, you can actually kind of make that matchup somewhat favorable. Um. Yeah, you just have to grind them out and take take their Rainraiser turns, and I, they were even running the Crown of Seeds, right? Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> which I I yeah. saw 
I saw a lot of things floating around about how maybe old him wasn't the problem, and uh, it's uh, it's crown of seeds. And yeah, I it was I, I definitely think death. there's there's some merit to that, but yeah. how would you guys yeah. say the the stream was? Because I kind of didn't. Uh... Get to like watch. The stream was good. And, it uh, was excellent. They had some great casters on, uh, for this one. They they really knew what they were doing as far as keeping you engaged during the matches and even like in between matches. Yeah. Um, I was and... a big fan of those like guess the card things. I thought that was a neat little thing that they did. I don't know if you were watching well, the, uh, the Twitch chat during space. those uh, during those segments, but there were so many people just throwing out like Pokemon names and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, DM uh, even made a showing in the comments. Tuned, tuned in in the middle of one. Yeah, he was he was pretty active. <laughs> Since he couldn't be there, the top eight, yeah. like the whole thing. Yes, yeah. yes, as much as I could. Yeah, so so on day three, I was basically like on and out of there before I went and caught the like uh, tail end of Michael Hamilton's game. That and that was pretty surreal too, just to be like in the midst of all these professional players and like around these like people that I I respect and like I you know I listen to a lot of like I, I'm pretty sure I, pretty sure I saw Tommy Fresh there um, from Flesh and Pod. Michael Hamilton, Michael Fang. Fresh and Buds, you mean? Fresh and Buds, yeah, fresh. my bad. Logan, I'm thinking of Logan from <laughs> Flesh and Buds. Logan, yeah. Um, <laughs> he was at yeah, a he, wedding, he I think. He couldn't but, make yeah. it, yeah. Um, oh. Would have been nice to see him. I've only had a couple interactions with him when he uh, played in Minnesota, but I was always there were always good ones. And um, But yeah, just like it was, it was really just surreal. I'm kind of still soaking it all in, honestly, especially with the uh, airport disaster and trying to get home um, yeah what what happened there oh god dude for whatever well <laughs> i was gonna say for whatever reason but i know the reason our flight got canceled due to maintenance issues which i guess hey i, I guess i wouldn't want to fly in a plane that has fucking maintenance issues especially no. when, uh, when i'm terrified of flying in the first place um <laughs> but yeah so our flight got canceled monday night um he tried to give us a ticket to fly to LAX and then back to Minnesota would have been an eight-hour flight. We said, uh, fuck that. Um, and they tried to fly us to Idaho and then to Minnesota. That would have been like a 12-hour flight. Um, they had all these crazy, like, uh, uh, one-stop flights trying to give us a way to get home that night, but it, they were all just miserable flights. So we decided to uh, sleep in the airport and get a flight to Detroit and then out to Minneapolis the next day um, uh, in, at like 5 a.m., I think. So we did that, and then we got to Detroit, and we were 20 minutes late to Detroit because of our plane uh, pilot was late or something so then we missed Jeez. our minneapolis flight so i had to sleep in the airport that morning for like six hours oh i didn't know you missed the, the minneapolis flight too yes brother yes brother it was a nightmare i was and i mean we were running <laughs> on like two or three hours of sleep within you know 
28 hours. That is the last thing that you want to deal with because you're just mentally drained from the whole events well, and yeah. tournament and everything. So yeah, it's like why I said I'm still kind of like going over and processing what happened because I didn't even have time to process it yet. You know, between that and even going back to work today, it was like, yeah, yeah. it was a lot. That's it was a lot. Very, uh, very similar experience on that particular airline trying to head the opposite direction. Yeah, I'll never fly with Spirit. Yeah, we, uh, we were no, you can't. gonna head out there for one of our friend's golden birthdays and ended up just like sitting in the airport for three-ish hours before they even told us that the flight was canceled. And then their their solution was a flight to Denver with no connecting flights to Vegas. And that was about it. It just felt like we were getting the, the middle finger. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks, man. I It was kind of my first experience with that. Um, and it was, yeah, it just wasn't a good one. Yeah. Well, I mean, since, since Briar won, we had Lexi coming in second back onto our train here. Sorry, guys. Um... Lexi took second, Icelander taking third, another Lexi taking third, and then we had two Briars in the top eight, and then three Lexis and two Icelanders. Was there so, a Dromai you guys, in the top eight? There no. was a Dromai Fino Black. Yes, there was one yeah, Dromai. That, I, I Did you guys think that this would be the list match. here for the top eight? Uh, it, it, what, it doesn't surprise me. No, I, I tuned in for the, the tail end of that uh, Fino Black uh, Dromai match, and oh my god. I, that, was that, was, that was rough to watch. I, I think I saw him play out two, maybe three cards total. Yeah, I heard he barely attacked or anything. Yeah, Lexi yeah, just came to Lexi, Lexi was just firing on all cylinders. Uh, she and she hit the gas and did not let up. Lexi is a tough matchup Absolutely for Dromai, hard. but I'm glad to see one Dromai making it in there. We yeah. always love to see, that's, you know, kind of... That's kind of the Dromai those illusions story, make it in. It's cool. Yeah, she never can you know, convert. She can, she can get up there. She, yes. just, she just can't convert. Yeah, it's cool to see that it was Fino, too. You know, the old illusionist pro. Um... He's played a lot of Prism back in the Monarch uh, meta. Did pretty well with, with Prism. Um, but yeah, Dromai never sneaking into a top eight never really surprises me. Yeah, the she's always going to kind of be there. Yeah, I feel like who knows? She's maybe we'll see kinda, Prism more often. She's just kind of lurking in the shadows, always just waiting for one or one or two more cards that might help kind of push her over that line. Yeah, I'd say the biggest surprise for the top eight is probably the two Briars. Yeah. Yes. Briar fi finally pushing past that LL point. Finally out of here. Yeah. What, yeah that... What's your guys' thoughts on uh, finally the Rosetta Thorn leaving the game? Well, it's a long time coming, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I think but... it, it was due to happen that... It, it's just, it's too efficient to be fair. Yeah, the split damage is just hard on that on that card. Yeah. Yes, it is. That's, what's the, what's to... the other one that 
comes in for four, but it splits it three and one. Galaxy Black, maybe. I think it was, yeah, which is also LL'd, I, but I don't I don't know if that's the card, but I think that's what it was. I think it is. It's not Nebulous. Yes, I think it is. No. Here, let me pull that shit up. <laughs> yeah, pull that shit up. Pull that up, shit up, Bailey. Bailey. Uh yeah, I, I guess technically Galaxy Black. So if you played a card from your banished, it gets plus two, and then if it hits a hero, it deals one arcane. Which makes sense. That's not hard to do with Chain. Well, that means that we also have two of the heroes out of Tails getting getting out of here. They're in the LL stage. Um, also, over the weekend, we had a ton of Lexis taken over some nationals around the world. We had Lexi taken over the France nationals. We had the Portugal nationals. We also had her taking over the Calling Las Vegas that happened at the nationals here. We also had another one taking it at Iceland. So that leaves Lexi... At 658 living legend points. Yeah, she. I mean, she's oh, already. She's only. She's already up. At, she's gotten 258 points just this season. Yes, that's a that's insane. a ton of points. Yeah, so she's nipping at the heels, starting to get up there. That's. I don't know. Do you think she'll surpass Icelander and go before she does? I don't know. Icelander's a pretty good deck into Lexi if uh, the right player is playing it. You know, you got some of those great uh, great players behind that deck like Majin Bay. Um, Lucas Oswald played very well this weekend. Um, we could see them take it down at Worlds. And Worlds is 200 LL points. So that could push Icelander over the top if she takes down Worlds. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised at all if Icelander LL's next or or first before uh before Lexi. Yeah, that's... we we do still have two more weeks of nationals, so that's a lot of lot of points still on the board that uh, can be picked up. The way it's looking right now, though, is uh tails tails is looking pretty good to be the first set to have all of its heroes LL. <laughs> what does that mean for like the sealed yeah. product? Or even like, what does that mean? In terms of like how good were like the elemental card pools and things like that, uh, yeah, clearly very good. Yeah, um, uh, very uh, very good. It yeah, it'll, so be, it'll be uh, it'll be oh, interesting to see if if she actually pushes through that threshold this season. If she takes down worlds and she wins a lot more nationals, we could see Lexi LL uh, before Icelander. Just because she is the top aggro deck in the meta right now, and I would arguably say one of the best decks in the in the meta. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's pretty pretty clear. Yeah. I, wow. Um. So I I don't know if you touched on this when you were going through the uh, nationals results, but it looks like Reinar took one down. Reinar took one down? I did not see that one. But I I did see Kano took down the Philippines oh, as well. It, so we're seeing a variety a of winners. Yeah, that Kano was uh Singapore, correct? Yes. Yeah. That's I No, the Philippines. Philippines. Kano was the Philippines. Philippines. Um, my bad, my bad. That's pretty no, cool. Kano win one. We also had an Icelander <laughs> taken down New Zealand as well. So Icelander's getting more points on the board there. And New Zealand's a big uh, big country, so she, she got a, quite a few from that one. 
you know, players above 96. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is, it they they, they kind of got to represent on the uh, home turf there. It is weird though as we get more these more and more heroes kind of LLing um what I guess I kind of just thought about this like what does happen to those sealed boxes, you know? Um like in like when Tails or, I... or with Tails now when Lexi gets LL that'll be the entire set basically those heroes are unplayable. Um well, I, not unplayable, I suppose. They'll be in the Does LL it, format. Uh, but... Do they go up in price <laughs> as they become sought after by the uh, by the LL player I base? Go, or... I think they go down, because I just think maybe like the LL format will be geared towards the entrenched player. Yeah, I, um, I think... I don't I know if be... a beginner is going to be playing LL right off the bat, you know? I, I wouldn't be surprised to see the, the sealed product prices drop, but the the singles go up. Yeah. I mean, and that's not to say you can't play Blitz with those heroes, right? Oh, yeah. I think mo most of them are still legal. I think the only one that isn't is Old Him. Yeah, right. They might just have to do another supplemental set like they did with Dust Till Dawn to replace those heroes, but I don't know how you balance those heroes because... It's just clear to clear as day that the elemental heroes are so much stronger than most of the other heroes in the game. Yeah. The elemental is just so much better. So I'm thinking they might do another supplemental set to replace those heroes. Yeah, and with like the way they have designed this game, it's actually kind of cool how they'll like all they really have to do is design a hero card and they kind of can rejuvenate an entire card pool, you know? Like, yes. if they just give us an Elemental Guardian, all of Oldham's cards now become playable again, and maybe... I mean, they just have to do it in a good way. And um, But, I mean, I think that's a good problem to have. Like, the ability to just, if you, like, design a hero well, you can keep a card pool alive, you know? It's just kind of cool. That is true. Yeah. That is true. Looking at the list, though, I do see a Dromai here, though, guys, with 50 points from the Nationals champs. So that oh. means I think Dromai she, might have taken a National champ. Let's see here. I'm, I'm... wouldn't surprise me if she did. Dromai is an extremely solid deck. We might see her actually finishing out some more points. Because she's at 178. She's got a long way to go. Dang, Dromai's gonna be here for a while. Yep. Not, Patrolling not, the... not one of my favorite decks to uh, play against. Oh, I did want to, speaking no. of Dromai, I did want to shout out to Danny. Um, I saw Danny there, and it was good to just, you know, shake his hand and, and you know, let bygones be bygones. I told him to get his ass back to the shop, and, and uh, yeah, he, uh, we were gonna do a team sealed on that last day, um, at the end of all the events, it was kind of like the last big thing that everyone was doing, and we didn't get a chance to. They had uh, their their plane to catch, and um, but yeah, uh, I think uh, we got one of our older players back, which would be great. Be awesome to get a drone. Is he judging back in the shop? <laughs> That's what I told him too. I was like, you know, we miss all of the drone practice we used to get. <laughs> <laughs> I felt was so he judging? Unpracticed. No, no, he was playing in the tournament. He was there um, playing. Yeah, Dang. he qualified through just uh just uh, XP, which was pretty cool. Oh wow! Um, nice, good shit, Danny. Yeah, 
Yeah, it was great. It was great to see him. Um, so after talking about some of the nationals here, boys, what are your thoughts on what we're going to see at Worlds? Do you guys think we're going to see a new hero arise that's going to be defensive, kind of to fill that briar gap to block out Lexi? Or do you guys think that Lexi's going to take it? Well, that's so the um is is Briar gonna have rotated out by that point? Onto the next it's, BNR. I feel so like they would they're... definitely do a BNR before because of. I think it's when tied to. Again? I think it's tied to the release of Bright Lights. Yeah. No, that no. Uh, I'm pretty sure whenever they. If a hero reaches the thousand point threshold, the next BNR they will announce like it rotating. I believe that's the usual. Yeah. Whether it, whether it's like a weekend after that or a month after that, whenever like the next scheduled BNR is, that's I I believe is when we'll we'll get Briar finally out of there, and I'm sure we'll get one before Worlds. So yeah, that's. I'm going to guess that we'll, Briar will uh, not be there in Worlds. You think we'll see some copycat Briars at uh, at these Battle Hardens leading up to Worlds? Oh yeah, I'm sure people will pick that deck up and try to play it. For sure, why not? Yeah, one uh, one final hoorah for Briar. Yeah, it's definitely not the Rune Blade, your typical Rune Blade deck. Um, but yeah, very cool to see just like. The, that being the spicy tech, you know, uh, who would have thought yeah. crown of seeds? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the spicy tech, but <laughs> yeah, that was honestly, that was the talk of the tournament really. So yeah, that's is... just, just a good idea. Away. You did, you didn't see any other briars in the calling or anything like mm -hmm. that. No, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to play one all weekend, really not even in blitz portions. I played against a lot of briars or, uh, played next to a lot of briars. Um, saw it around me a lot. I actually saw a lot of like uh, guardians too. Um, but I was in the losing bracket. A lot of bravos. Yeah, yeah. And were um, were so a lot know. of them on the uh, more aggro uh, kind of list? Which ones, the briars? Yeah. So from no, the what I, the bra the guardians no, the were briars. your typical. Well, guardians. I was thinking bravos. Well, I saw one of them in the in the nationals was aggro he was out there throwing enlightened strikes and then a hammer and stuff like that yeah i think the enlightened strikes are for like just the, going um, balls to the walls a lot of them have those in the sideboard for the icelander matchup because you kind of can't pressure icelander enough with like your huge cost attacks um like seven mana or seven resources for 11 damage is just not a good rate against a deck that gives you frostbites you know so a lot of them are like going for the e strike into hammer stuff or zealous beltings and stuff. I think that's just the mainstay. Though those are more sideboard options. Um, because yep. I just don't see Bravo like so I'm throwing it in the mirror changing much. Yeah, you could. Yeah, I mean I I feel like if you're going in the mirror, you have to go one way or the other. I mean it's whether you want to sit there for a slog match, swing and hammer at each other if you both go defensive or. <laughs> If you want to be throwing attacks. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but I do agree that it definitely depends on Icelanders matchup. You want to be throwing out those cheaper costs. Yep. Doing Just more attacks. Just the idea, I guess. 
kind of kind of circling back to worlds here so it looks like worlds is in november with the next scheduled announcement september 19th so she will be gone by that point yeah nice yeah because that's the end of nationals and i think that's when they start you know doing their yeah dnrs checking out decks seeing what they can do for the meta but i mean do you think I think Worlds is gonna have the bright lights set be their yeah, draft set? Yep. Correct. Um Worlds will be I think they're drafting bright lights, which that that's gonna be such an interesting limited environment. People Just, are gonna be practicing like crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait for the crack shuffle play stuff. All the all the It's gonna be a completely different type of draft where everything is towards one deck so players are definitely going to have to get used to that and practice a ton yeah that's i i don't think i've ever once uh since i started playing this game even like picked up a mech deck so that'll be that'll be an interesting one going into pre-releases <laughs> yeah here looking his chops ready to go oh yeah he is <laughs> yes yes i've played maybe two or three <laughs> mech games or piloted mech decks, I mean. Yeah, that's... I've played a few. I'm ready to go. It'll be it'll be interesting. Um, talking about mechs, though, we uh we got a new one spoiled just a few hours ago. Um, in Professor Teklavas. Yes. Has anyone yeah, uh, has gotta, anyone looked at it yet? Pull that up. Yeah, pull that shit up, Ty. That. <laughs> <laughs> um no i'm excited for that that's gonna help us get into more upf and then potentially uh like multiplayer yeah pve the uh the ability on him looks uh looks pretty strong for those evo synergies yes it does and they spoiled uh, some evo equipment with him as well yeah i'm gonna read I... that was looking Do you want to read a... that ability, Bailey? Yeah, so Professor Teklavasen, he, he's got the same ability as the Bright Lights Teklavasen in that he can play Evos from his Banish Zone. Um, but he's got the additional ability that Evos cost one resource less to play for each opposing hero. Oh. So, I mean... Definitely even, an ultimate pit uh, fight guy. Even in constructed, though, I mean that's discounting it by one every time. <laughs> yeah, I w see. So I guess the question becomes: Are these going to be constructed playable or blitz playable? I I would imagine. I don't see any reason why they couldn't be. Mm -hmm. Outside of like, I mean, some of them definitely do not look viable in constructed, uh, like blitz play. If you look at the bard, it's it's create quick and token under each other hero's control is one of the actions when you yeah. do songs. So I, it looks definitely towards PvE UPF type of style. The the bard the for ability? some heroes. So the ability gives quick the ability on the copper. melody. Uh, no, um, so melody's ability is well, it's copper you... for her ability, but one of the cards that you play is a song. So it's an action song, and it's cre create a quicken token under each other hero's control. I'm looking at all the songs right Another now. Another one. Each other hero gains plus one. Song create a bigger token under each other hero's. 
Yeah, and not not each hero, but each other hero. So I, yes, I don't know. If, even in UPF, that seems like well, are you just hoping they don't attack you because you're being nice and giving them stuff? Yes. Well, that also gives me a chance to get a new uh, bard weapon. Hey, hey, for Yorick, even though Yorick's banned. Not in this... UPF. Yes, he is. In sanctioned events, he is. In sanctioned events, yeah. These songs are leading me to believe that you're going to be like working together against a boss or something. Yeah, this, yeah. these deck. seem definitely more PvE than uh Yeah, because like, even, even like in UPF, Ultimate Fight, you're not trying like, to help your opponents, per se. Yeah. That's... Very weird. The new Guardian looks interesting, too. The art on the Guardian looks like is you're doing a dope. very yes, it is. His Bravo-esque. weapon is cool. It's it's gonna be cool to see. They even brought Ira back, and Ira looks like she does some wild stuff with some crouching some tiger. The, they brought the new, back some new majestics. Um, Maul and Kai. Rare equipment that Ira is getting looks pretty interesting too. The the mask of three tails is uh. It's like a, it's an instant speed mask of momentum that you get to use once. And you don't so. have to do it in a row. Wow, look at that. It says instant. Destroy this. Draw a card. Activate this ability only if you've hit three or more times this combat chain. Yeah. So that. Interesting. That, that still. I mean, especially if you don't have access to a mask of momentum, that seems like a really good alternative, but. Even just not having to have the hits in a row and getting that one good well, turn. Ninja kind of has been lacking like a decently good mask for anything that's really crouching tiger based. I mean, you can always do your mask of the pouncing lynx, but that's a whole combo turn for the crouching tigers. They also came out with a new majestic for the mauling Kai combo. When this hits, if crouching tiger was the last hold attack on, on. this combat chain. You gotta mean the mauling chi, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. I wasn't, I wasn't gonna say anything, chi. but... Uh... Um, no, you're good. But it's just deal one damage to each opposing hero. Yeah, so... And I mean, then you got growl. It seems the good. Rare. Those, weird, those weird deal damage cards are always, like, sneaky good, I think. Yeah. Plus the one for five block three on that card just seems... Yeah, seems strong. Yeah, you also get a pretty nicely constructed uh, deck box that uh, holds uh, holds up to I think like a thousand unsleeved cards. Um, nice like bright lights themed kind of card holder. It is cool that they're giving out more things. Nice. And then and the playmat's very interesting of the metrics. Very cool too. Yeah. See, I don't know. Why, why give think... us a big box like that with only four decks unless there's some other, like, boss deck? This is very uh, weird to me. Well, you, you're you getting the, the playmat with it. Yeah, okay, that's probably... I suppose it would tell us right here if it was some other fifth deck, right? We can just look at the product configuration and, and yeah. know that it's it's straight-up Ultimate Pit Fight, not PvE. Yeah, which is interesting because... Like you were kind of saying, a lot of the a lot of the cards look very good for PVE, mm-hmm. but even for UPF, I'm not sure. 
about some of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good for the game. Hopefully that'll draw more players in. Because yeah, you kind of get I everything mean, for UPF with this set. 70 bucks is kind of expensive, too. I don't know about that. That's kind of... I, I mean, mean, I guess we yeah, don't you're know getting the full into, You're that getting is, into sealed that box is true. territory at that point, but mm -hmm. there is... But they, splitting uh, that between four friends, is, you know, that's not terrible. It's less than 20 bucks a piece, so... No. Winner of the yeah. winner of the first UPF round gets the mat. <laughs> <laughs> you could do something like that, get them into it. But they, it looks like they will have an event type thing for it with uh, the bard on a poster, and they'll have a play mat of the bard with some of the equipment and such. Yeah, that's if you scroll down in the in the link. Oh yeah, it's yes. a, There's a whole armory kit. It almost looks like I don't know. Yes. Poster and everything. Um, yeah. Oh, social play kits. Yeah. Um, oh, Some promos. GSs. You get her violin or whatever. That's oh, it's cool. a new. It's a new type of kit. Um, in addition to the armory kits. Um. Yeah, it looks like cold foils of the hero or the weapon. Correction, it is a fiddle, not a violin. Yeah, same, same, but different. Same, same. <laughs> yeah, no, so that'll be interesting. That comes out relatively soon, too. I think it's like the first or second week of September. Nope, I lied. The 29th. Never mind. So, bottom up with the pre release yeah. kit from Bright Lights. Yeah. Yeah. We got to make sure Legends order some of those make sure talk to your lgs to see if your lgs can get you some of these because this would be a great pickup and could potentially help get other players into the game learning about upf and such kind of gets that round table aspect um yeah. but even even the, i'm very um, excited for this set i think it'll be be very cool and i wonder if teclo boss and um the professor will be viable it'll be cool to see if he is I wonder why they named him uh, Teclavasen. Yeah, well, I don't know. Hey, maybe he's uh, maybe he's Howard Stark's like cousin or something. I mean, uh, Teclavasen's <laughs> cousin. Sorry, <laughs> wrong universe. <laughs> yeah, I just I wonder if it's almost is is it a name? Do we know for sure? Or is it a title? Maybe or it might be a title. It, it, I haven't seen, seen anything it, in the lore. It's supposed to leading be up to it from everything I've seen. Oh, hey Cliff, man. why don't you get into some of these Evo things? Have you even? We should go over some of these armor pieces. I think. That the are you talking says. about the? I haven't really profs. Yeah, profs at uh, Evo Teclo stuff. Yeah, they see the. They, I don't know. I'm just looking at them, and I don't know. They don't have the the Teclo blaster um in with the spoilers but so the teclo blaster is a new weapon as well um that was spoiled on his uh big like youtube reveal i don't remember much i know it's a uh, three resources to attack for three and i can't remember if it even has go again um interesting that just means but... mech's getting another another weapon here they're going to be loaded up with an arsenal of weapons. They already have 
four. This will be the fourth one coming out on top of all the weapons inside of the bright light the, set. Are you are you counting yeah. Talishar as one of their weapons? No, 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 this next one will be the fourth because they have this the next one will be the fourth. Pistol, the plasma barrel shot and the Hanabi blaster. Plasma barrel shot. Am I like just forgetting about? Yes, it's from weapon? Crucible. It it's not that good. Not a lot of people use it. Well, I mean, no. I don't remember hearing it, but what is it? Plasma barrel shot. Yes. Ty, you remember this card? Mm, I do not remember the name. Oh, of it. this thing. Yeah, not great. You want to read no. it off, Bailey? You want to let people yeah, know how bad it so, is? Uh, so. <laughs> It oh, yeah, that thing. I'm moving it, on. <laughs> uh, it attacks for X. Uh, once per turn action, remove a steam counter from plasma barrel shot attack. Uh, action, two resources. If there are no steam counters on plasma barrel shot, put a steam counter on it. Go again. X is equal to one plus the number of times you've boosted this combat chain. Hmm. That, that kind of surprises me that it doesn't see at least some play. We might see it's we might see it now because of the new dash, the boost, viable dash. So we might see more play why, of it why now. Why would you use but... that instead of Hanabi? That's Hanabi a good question. Better, just better. That's a good question. What is it called, Cliff? <laughs> I call Hanabi. it Hanabi. Whatever y'all call it is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, we okay, so I got the, the Teclo Blaster, too, from the uh, round the table. Uh, so, it's, yeah, it's just a straight-up once-per-turn action, three resources attack for two. Not three. So, not... Attack reaction, mech, let's go! <laughs> doesn't look like the greatest weapon. But... Unless we're going to be seeing a lot more items that play into buffing the mech weapon. More stuff like induction chamber and the plasma purifier. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's... The weapons look like they don't deal too much damage. Like, Ira doesn't have a weapon listed. I'm guessing it might be Edge of Autumn. Probably. Ooh, maybe, um, maybe we get a new weapon with her. You never, I mean, well, hey, I think, you never know. I think in the lore, her her weapon is Edge of Autumn, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. Probably give us Edge of Autumn, I'd imagine, to keep it, to keep it, you know, even though that card kind of sucks. Yeah, what was this? Yeah. Kind of funny, the timing of Day it, one too, for one go again, automatic Kodachi, go again. isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. a Kadachi with built-in go again. Yeah, it's a Kadachi. It's, it's a, a two-hand Kadachi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you can yeah. only have one. Uh, it's see, I honestly think the Zephyr needles are more viable, but not in the long game. In Blitz, most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Not in CC. You play those on someone in CC, and they just break them when yeah. you throw them. Yeah. Unless you have them in the sideboard, hey, you never know. You could you could uh, flick a dagger at someone. I saw a double Zephyr Needle. <laughs> yeah, flick That was pretty cool. Yeah, the I Zephyr mean, Needles are good in Benji. Not bad. 
feels weird her, to run her ability now, though with people being able to run sinks in the sideboard and shit yeah yeah but if you if you utilize them correctly you can make it so then they go up to f to 3 so then most of the mm. time they can't break them yeah but that's just but... for the for the one though yeah, because I I don't think you it's just, been you only use one most of the time. It hasn't been uncommon to see like Zephyr Needle and then Kadachi or something like that. But you were saying you were seeing like double Zephyr Needle, Benjis. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That that just seems, I don't know, not as good as Zephyr Kadachi. Yeah, I agree. I don't know what the hell the guy was doing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I kind of like the double Zephyr Needle, but. <laughs> Maybe that's just my stance. <laughs> but um, what else did uh? Do we have any listener questions this week? Do we have? Um, we got we had Dylan's from last week that he we didn't get uh, that we didn't to get to. Over. Yeah, yeah. In short, he asked what um combination of either class talent or. Class, class, I think is what he asked. Um, the class, class thing probably is not going to happen without outside of the Emperor. They said that's not going to happen much. Yeah. If at all. Um, so we could just maybe shorten the question to what, what hero or what class slash talent would be coolest to us to come out in the game next i shadow mech next question <laughs> <laughs> you cannot that's such that's like the low hanging fruit one right yeah i mean we're kind of you're kinda right getting that you're with right. the evos right, yeah it you, does you feel think like about it though <laughs> any shadow aggro hero is going to be good because if you do like a shadow ninja they're going to be just as good if they can play from their banish zone. Yeah. That was definitely it's not my just, answer. Right. Think about <laughs> it like that. Class. Yeah. That's, it, it would be so good and disgusting. That's what made Chain great. Yeah. <laughs> just you know the what? aggro aspect, being able to throw cards from your banish uh, with pitching your others. Give chance and dash. Let's give, get it. Uh, give. Mix things up a little bit. Let's see a, let's see a Shadow Illusionist. Maybe uh, maybe they maybe That'd they summon summon the demons as allies, you know, instead of your token Shadow Prism. She goes all dark and shit. Instead of your token oh. and whatnot, you get them as actual allies. Can't be saying that after after Shyana just gave her the light. Hold on. Nah, you see, instead of just going for a Shadow Illusionist class, why don't we just scrap that entirely and just say bring the necromancer in? Because I have to imagine he's going to operate something like Dromai or other illusionists, right? He's going to summon the undead, and they're going to be like the token warriors out there, just like they are in every deck. But I, I, I mm, the necromancer I they're, class, from that I they're like announced. allies. Yeah, that's what I'm excited for. They, it's in the lore book. It's yeah. there. Yeah, right they, alongside they the uh, alchemist that we're waiting for. Um. For me to answer Dylan's question, I would have to say, give me a Draconic Warrior, <laughs> Kasai. Ugh. Give me, give me an adult cool. Kasai that's Draconic. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. That would be really cool. She's from Volcor, right? Oh, so. yeah. No, 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 boy. She's got the, boy, she's she's got the Draconic uh, border. Yeah, she does. 
She can. If she learns the draconic ways. Thing, she gets to do uprising into a blood on her hands. No, thank you. Dang right. <laughs> Dang right. You'd have to make a. You'd have to make a draconic weapon draconic for weapons. that. Yeah. Yep. So maybe she could have However, like two flaming sabers or something. Call it smoldering or um, flaming. I don't know. Something along those lines. But that'd be. I'm. I think I've heard talk about it that they say that they might make a uh, Kasai adult draconic potentially. So let's go LSS. <laughs> Send it out. <laughs> yeah. No. I that, would say. Uh... I thought I've thought about this question for um, a little bit, and I would say something like a light guardian would be really cool, like to give us kind of a paladin class. I was always huge into paladins in World yep. of Warcraft. I remember I only played Horde, which was like orcs and trolls and uh, <laughs> Torins, these like big cow guys. And but the Horde could never be paladins. Paladins were strictly the Alliance side, and um, we got shamans. I was like, fuck a shaman, fuck a shaman, you know. I wanted it to be a paladin, but the second they gave us paladins as a, on the horde side, it was like, it was that's all she wrote. I played paladins from then on out. Mm. Um, so I've always been a big fan of like the the, I mean, like old him really, like that big kind of guardian type of character, big tanky guy. Yeah. But in this case, incorporate the guardian with light i don't know how you'd be able to do that because it would just feel so so strong and tanky and just unfun i bet um well look at some of the uh defensive cards we saw in dust till dawn that got released for light if yeah. somehow a guardian was able to get access into those and utilize them <laughs> i'm <laughs> no just thanks. i'm just imagining an arc light sentinel type card with guardians and i'm shivering oh. <laughs> <laughs> no i'm sorry cliff were you scared or did you just like bust a nut what was that that, that was a groan of terror <laughs> <laughs> that's what oh. that was also I, i've noticed that we haven't uh talked about what one class that would be cool to see and rolled into another one what class do you think would benefit archer the most or ranger Mm, like which tech? Mm, that's a good question. Wizard. <laughs> that would kind of be cool. Instead of having like a regular bow, they've got some like staff that they can pay one to summon a bow or draw a card. Oh, that would be so broken. <laughs> That'd be neat though. Pay one resource, draw a card. No, you could not do that. That'd be Cliff, your only is already a though. controversial weapon right now. <laughs> We don't yeah, need anything I'm... like that. That's because I'm... you get the two activations off of Voltaire. I've seen a that's lot why. of people calling for Voltaire to be banned. And who's gonna use it? <laughs> I don't know about that one. Yeah, what are you gonna like shoehorn Lexi into like Shiver or Death Dealer? <laughs> Dreadbore. I get Lexi she's <laughs> she's she's kind of a menace right now, but I I don't think we need to go that far. I I could be biased though. I play a lot of Lexi. While it would shut Lexi down, the it would be too detrimental to their main meta deck right now. If they cut Voltaire, that just completely breaks their three of a kind turns. Yeah. Then they would abandon all the majestic weapons for all the heroes in Tales of Aria. If yeah. you if you ban mm -hmm. Voltaire, you soft ban New Horizons. 
Yeah. Conversation. Yep. Over. Conversation over. I mean, I mean, you can't. Well, you just can't ban Voltaire. No. New Horizons becomes unplayable. I mean, Barb Castaway kind of helps, but at the same time, it doesn't. No, not in Lexi. <laughs> well, how do you give the arrows go again? With Barb Castaway and New Horizons. That's true. No, no, I'm Raise saying reflexes, Lexi, like... baby. Yeah, in Lexi, you can't. <laughs> reflexes and lead the charge. <laughs> you, you become reliant on Bolton shots and the Falcon Wings. And you're not even, like, running the pumps in, in Lexi. Which is funny, because, like, the Voltaire with Bolton shot is even, like, kind of gross, because you pump it. You get the extra Yeah, you one pump value. it, yep. you just give it go again right away. And... Yep. Yeah. I honestly think you don't do anything with Rangers. I think you just leave them, and you... I'll be honest. You just let them be with their, their bow. I have such fucking Lexi fatigue right now. Um, I will not be picking that deck up in a long time. Now, does that mean I'm not going to be playing Rangers? I don't know if I can if if I can answer that definitively, but I will not be playing Lexi. It's going to be on Riptide. Um, close. <laughs> close. Speaking close. of that, Ted, I got to... What, yeah, what do you probably, mean close? <laughs> That's yeah, I I just tossed mine back together, and she's still fun. She still gets hosed hard by Warmonger's diplomacy. Speaking of Warmonger's diplomacy, can we talk about how that card was the absolute MVP of the finals at uh, U.S. Oh. Nats? Yeah, absolutely. Again, dude, I think it's really that, right. that three of a kind turn. Oh my god. The oh yeah, at the, the energy in the stream directly. when that I don't know if you saw it happen in person, but the the energy on the stream when that happened was crazy. Like it, I mean, you could just tell. You go over what that, happened. Yeah, so Lexi was setting up. It was like a late game. She was almost fatigued out. I think she had like two or three cards left in deck, and she was setting up with Codex of Frailty and. Was it a Rain Razors? It wasn't a three of a kind. I think it was a Rain Razors. Yes. Um, no, he but... did have three of a kind. Yeah. Oh, I because suppose he had to you draw can still the... play Instance. You, it was yeah. a three of a kind. Was... He might have had both. But he was setting up um, for a pretty big turn. And honestly, he did. it was it was looking like the game was going to swing in his favor that turn. Um, And Briar ripped a warmonger's diplomacy off the top and lexi chose war and i think i think he was able to to. fire off like one arrow oh no and it just i it completely bricked his turn and i i've never seen it happen in person or live until that point and i completely understand what people are saying when they say it's like time walking your opponent, like it, it yep. was ridiculous. Yep, if it lines up, that's what it kind of feels like. Yep, the Lexi had spent this last little bit of the game, not last little bit, there was a lot of thought, planning, and delicate pitching to try to get that pitch stack for that turn to line up since about the midway point of that game. And, nice. and the Lexi had finally gotten all the cards set where, you know, he wanted them. 
the next turn was going to be the last turn in the game because Lexi had Briar. And seeing that Warmonger's Diplomacy hit completely shutting off Lexi's turn, it was like, wow, that is a powerful card. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they even asked uh, uh, Dunn at the end if he had lined it up like that and pitch stacked it away, and he... He, at some point in the mid-game, had played out his Remembrance and just shuffled away his entire pitch stack. So it was it was a true top-deck clutch Warmonger's Diplomacy. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I got to base... I got to perfectly pitch stack my... Um, well, I, w I won't say perfectly because it was the game I tied and knocked me out of top eight um, uh, for the PTI. He... Uh, I was playing against a trap Lexi, basically, or like a fatigue Lexi, and the guy, the guy cut all of his rain razors in the matchup, so he didn't run a single rain razors. He ran frailty traps. He ran, I think, some other trap. I forget exactly which one. Um, Codex of Inertia is in the main board. Um, um, anyways, I uh, pitched all my rain razors. The first time I saw all of them, when I, I kind of realized what he was doing, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna have to, eat, I'm gonna need these late game. Started pumping out these crazy turns. I mean, af frailty after frailty after frailty, getting through them. Mm -hmm. I, f I feel like there wasn't a turn I did not have a frailty in that matchup. <laughs> um, so it was just it was such a, a hard. Yeah, it, it was hard fought. I mean, the guy's deck was great. It was cool to see him. Uh, I mean, it was definitely a homebrew. He built it to try to beat all the Lexis, which was cool. Mm -hmm. so a lot similar to the deck that I had built at first with my traps that I ran in kind of the RTN season. Um, but. But yeah, we were both at one at the end of the game. Um, time got called, and he had uh, no cards in his deck. I had, I think, three or four cards in my deck, and he didn't want to concede. So I chose not to concede either. I kind of regret that I should have probably just conceded. He, his deck really did beat mine or stop mine from winning, I suppose. But he was kind of a, a sharky player, I guess. So I <laughs> just wasn't in the mood to concede to a shark. So, uh, but that, that kicked me out of the top eight, which was kind of a, a letdown. Um, but yeah, such is cards. Yeah. The three of a kind rain razors. I think I pitched all three of, or like it was, it was perfect. Like those, I lined them up perfectly at the end of the game and oh, close, but, but yeah, oh, that, so it far. just feels so rewarding too when you're pitch deck lines up exactly like you had it planned out it's mm -hmm. uh, time yeah. and time yeah again, looking I back now if i here, run the it's yeah. it's like the most difficult aspect of the game uh, yeah recognizing what he was doing early is um what kind of allowed me to do that mm -hmm. you no know, early i saw rain razors and um it was this was after a turn of like a frailty trap he played on me i think turn turn one um it's so funny when they play that against your endless expecting your endless to always like grab a piece of armor or a, two, a two block and they frailty trap it it's like oh, it's so <laughs> frustrating um but but yeah it, it is nice to see that in action um at a high stakes tournament like that too against a good player i mean the guy was a good player probably better than i was to be honest with you um but but yeah it's just like this is levels to it man um the pitch stacking is like it's so even for me is like hard to do, and that was kind of the only time this weekend that it really came up. Mm -hmm. uh, but 
Yeah. Great. Well, we had uh, to loop had back. Did we have any other second, listener questions? We had a second a... question from Dylan. Um, and he asks, do you guys think Briar LLs at Nats? Uh, I you do. did ask that. You're right. I, I, I do. I absolutely You're do. Right. I'm Shout looking at my, I think that now. I'm looking at my response here and a week ago, it's like, God, I hope so. <laughs> and here we are a week <laughs> later. Carter both were like, nah, probably not gone. too many Icelanders. It's realistically, yeah. she's, you know, and then little did we know. Someone was working on that deck for probably months. Probably. Honestly, I think what really... Keeping the spice to themselves. I think what really saves that uh, Briar matchup into the Icelanders is the Diactic Carapace. Yeah. Yeah. It it is a very efficient piece of armor into Icelanders. Is it AB2 as well? It's AB2, and then it's a Temper 2 block. That's pretty good. So I mean, yeah, be, be, all around solid. You get to block with. Use it, it for that two there. block on their yep. wounded bull or raging onslaught or yep. whatever, and hang on to a couple of extra cards, and then it's just AB two the rest of the game. Oh my god, this kind of reminds me. This will be my last little story from the tournament, but this is like <laughs> the biggest fucking blunder. It just goes to show like the the convention fatigue of it all, man. I. Playing yeah. against an Icelander. Um, late game. I had it pretty much in the bag, but late in the game he attacked me with a Findle's Fighting Spirit. And um, mm-hmm. I had my Sunken Treasure out there. Um, and for some reason, I thought to myself, let's just get some value out of this chess piece before I kill him. And, you know, just to be safe. I think I was at 13 or 14, so I'm still within kill range. Mm-hmm. And then I look, and after I block with the sunken treasure for one take, or I block with like two cards and block with the sunken treasure, I look down and I'm just like, oh, well, that had AB. <laughs> now I'm sitting with one <laughs> AB with my gloves on. And the Icelander player after the game is like, yeah, I didn't know what the fuck you were doing there, man. It's like, yeah, I luckily won that game, but I did, I did not deserve to to win that game at all. You're like, that's okay. I didn't know what I was doing either. Yep, that's what I said. I was like, yeah, dude, I'm just like so fatigued at this point. <laughs> if I don't know what I'm doing, neither do you. <laughs> There's a benefit <laughs> <Yeah>. to it. <laughs> so bad. Just so bad. Like, it's just the dumbest, most numbskull play. Yeah. No, those don't, those don't happen under the under the fatigue. Yep. But under the bright lights. I know. I know <laughs> some of us got to work early in the morning some of us earlier oh, than others yeah. looking at you cliff yeah i know <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be a short night boys enjoy your For four or five hours of sleep we might have sounded a little sloggy this episode there's just a lot going on with everyone we kind of had. yeah we're recording recorded. on a wednesday night it's yes. 12 30 for us we had to kind of push things back with uh tyler being in vegas for the weekend and the flight getting canceled and all of that whatnot it's my fault Um, you can blame me guys (laughs) but wanted to at least least get together so we could go over uh results and everything so we weren't a week behind again um we'll be we'll be back on our regular schedule next week 
I'd say we got um, a little bit rewarded too with the uh, professor yeah, stuff. Yeah, with the roundtable stuff. Yeah. yeah. We did. Um, gave us a segment. We did. That's <laughs> nice. But I, uh, what, and, well, I suppose we'll talk about all that later about what we're going to be talking about on Sunday. I'm like going off on a tangent now, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll get back to you guys uh, next Wednesday. We'll be back on a normal schedule here since everybody's back. But we really appreciate you guys coming in today and listening to our fifth episode on Big Deck Energy. Um, and we'll be coming at you guys with more updates on Nationals. All right, gents. Absolutely. Shall we get out of here? Yes. As always, a pleasure.